Welcome back to Namek's Grand Gaming Adventures. I'm your host, Namek, and this week I'm actually putting out a bonus episode. So this is a bonus episode. There is a game that released on September 14th that I backed on Kickstarter. It will be out, obviously, by the time this episode airs. However, this is a rushed episode, meaning that I put in about four hours into the game for a quick review for you guys to experience. So the game is The Wandering Village. It's developed and published by Strayfond Studio, and also the publisher, in addition, is Whisper Games on top of Strayfond. It currently sits at very positive out of 227 reviews at 91%. Again, it's brand new. It's early access right now, I believe, but it is brand new, so it, it makes sense that it's only reviewed that much. <laughs> But it's, again, one that I backed on Kickstarter probably, I don't remember when this was. I think it was close to a year ago or so. It's a very interesting game. I think there's a lot of prospects that are going to work in it. I enjoyed the amount of time that I've put into it, and I'm looking to put more into it as well. Again, I spent about four hours so far. Now, it's basically a city builder, and what it is is that you have a village that's on the back of a wandering creature. Kind of like a dinosaur-turtle-type mix. Uh, he is called Anbu. I might be pronouncing that wrong. The background to the story is that you are your people are in a post-apocalyptic world where the world is essentially damaged with poisonous spores and things like that. If you've ever seen a movie called Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind, a Miyazaki film that came out, I believe, in like 1984 if I'm not mistaken. It's essentially kind of like that in a lot of different ways. I wouldn't be surprised if they were inspired by that. But yeah, so you have a little village that's on the back of this ancient creature, and you continue to build buildings and whatnot, just like any other city builder. There's a research tree that you can research different types of uh, huts and things like that. You start off with really basic tents and whatnot. But you can eventually research different types of farming that you can also put on this uh, creature's back, which is kind of interesting. Uh, different doctor herbalist type buildings. Uh, eventually you can unlock a a horn blower where you can try to give directions to the creature that you're on. The creature doesn't necessarily listen to you, at least depending upon how it goes. Essentially you're on a, on the back of a creature and you're writing it out. Writing out the post-apocalyptic world. And going down different paths that on this big map that you can only see a little bit of and hoping that your people survive and, and prosper in a poisonous world. Now, there's a lot of elements to this game that are well th thought out and it looks great, in my opinion, for a city builder. It looks, I can't really describe it. <laughs> the people are kind of like little cut out people, but it, it's very colorful, very vivid. And run smoothly in terms of graphics and everything else that I've encountered. I have yet to encounter a bug, but there were. I did make mistakes in my in my uh, save file, so now I'm going to have to go back and restart. And I'm playing on the tutorial mode, basically. So uh, there are a few different modes. There's less forgiving modes too, but tutorial. The tutorial is very thorough. It gives you something to do, and you kind of follow that. It tells you how to do this and that. Even tells you when you should probably try to cancel certain workers uh, from certain buildings that are not being productive. But yes, uh, again, graphically it looks great. 
but it's really well thought out from what I can tell so far. I think I'm going to get a little bit descriptive with that, but I think once they work out some of the uh, quality of life controls, that this game is going to be pretty stellar for those who like that type of game. Now, again, I mentioned that uh, you it's, it's a village in a poisonous world that's on the back of this creature. The creature has health. The creature has hunger. The creature has sleepiness. <laughs> the creature can also be poisoned and eventually die from that. So as you progress in this in the in the game and you create different buildings and whatnot, you get this horn blower where you can try to give directions to the creature, whether or not he listens to you. You can tell him to speed up, try to rest, things like that, through different sounds of this horn blower. And again, the creatures never listen to me, but so far <laughs> There's probably ways to not hurt the trust of the creature or to improve it. I haven't figured that out entirely yet. You can also tell it which path to take, left or right, south, north, things like that. Whether or not it listens to you is a completely different story, and whether or not it does what you're hoping for. But you can kind of see on the map little icons that kind of give you an idea of what's down that path, but it could also turn out to be really bad. So again, you start with a very small amount of people, and you try to harvest trees and different rocks and stuff on this back there are spikes that are sticking out of the ground that you can also harvest but it turns out that's actually part of the creature so by doing so that probably hurts the trust of the creature but it's also a way to get resources there's berries that grow on the back of the creature there you can put farms down in certain areas that are fertile you can make dirt roads to different buildings to help speed up movement Water collection, you can uh, get water from the air. That's actually where I messed up because I ended up in the desert and I don't have enough water for my crops, so it's going to hurt me and I don't think I'm going to survive it, so I'm probably just going to restart over at this point. I didn't create a lot of water collectors because I didn't really think it was necessary at first, and then, surprise, I'm not very good at city builders. I'm more of a first-person shooter or single-story type game. Uh, I like city builders, but I'm very bad at the survival element. And sometimes city builders also get to be very difficult to figure out what's going on. This one here seems pretty clear. There's a inventory list on the top left. There's a lot of different notifications on the top right, but they're all very well defined. Tool tips are great. And the research tree works well too. Every building that has a production issue will change flags uh, on the building. So if there's something that's interrupting production, it'll go to a yellow or, or a red flag. You can disable buildings to free up the workers so they can do more general labor, or you can reassign them to different things. You can have so many different workers assigned to each building, like one through five or so, depending upon the building, I believe. So it's very well thought out, in my opinion. And I haven't encountered a lot of issues in terms of like difficulty yet. Besides my obvious mistake with the water, but I did encounter a poisonous forest that the creature decided to go that path, which was great. Thank you, Anbu. <laughs> he ended up going through and I tried to tell him to run. Uh, he did not listen to my commands, and that's okay. He's his own independent creature. Who are these villagers to tell him what to do? They're living on his back. But because of that, some of the poison spores actually corrupted my crops, berry bushes, trees, and ended up killing five of my people. Because I didn't have a doctor uh, at the time. I don't have any herbs because I 
for whatever reason I was encountering difficulty planting herbs. I think it's due to either fertilizer or water collection. So as my people were running around destroying these plants that were tainted and spreading, five of them got poisoned. And uh, sadly, they all perished gradually. Now, you can encounter different packs of nomads where you can recruit new people. You can eventually get a scavenger hut where you can send out little teams of scavengers. And any of these icons on the map that you can see, you can send out this team to for so many hours or days uh, that it requires to actually check this out. And then it comes up with a decision that you can make about the results sometimes. So, for example, I sent some scavengers into a mine. And the scavengers found plate armor for bigger creatures like this creature you're on. I could have told them to, to move on and to continue going into the mine looking for something else. But I told them just to go ahead and harvest the plate uh, armor. So I got 30 iron out of it. Don't know what that was useful for because I haven't gotten far enough to use iron yet. And again, I have to restart at this point. But I'm sure that's a resource that's limited and I'm sure that's a great thing to have. But yeah, I mean, you can even get a building to collect the dung from the creature that you're riding so you can turn it into fertilizer. <laughs> so it's really well thought out in a lot of this. There's, You can eventually get a catapult to launch food to the creature so you can feed it. Otherwise, it can encounter its own little mushroom patches here and there if you're lucky. But if it takes the wrong path, you're probably not going to survive uh, long term if it keeps going down paths where there's frost effect, like patches of cold air that ruin your crops there's obviously arid deserts that ruin your crops and your water intake there's poison patches that you encounter throughout there's a lot of different little things they've put into it and i'm excited to see what else is out there all the controls have been pretty easy to use you can click and uh, pretty much build wherever the heck you want the one buildings that you are required to have in a certain area like the dung collector you need to have towards the rear end of the creature it actually puts like red x's on areas that you can't build it so it guides you into putting it into the proper area which is great but yeah it's just a really i would say casual village builder i mean again the, there's survival threats but i'm not sure how frustrating it'll be for anybody who really wants that type of challenge it's just kind of nice to play i've enjoyed it uh and i don't think it's i never felt panicked while playing this type of game whereas some of the other survival village builder games you're kind of like I'll, I'll review another one eventually at some point but they're a lot harsher and a lot more difficult and this one just feels kind of like open to all players you don't have to be hardcore to enjoy this one you can also zoom in on the village, you can zoom out to the creature, and you can also zoom out to the world map so you can kind of see where you're, that little bubble around your vision. So even that part's kind of well thought out. But yeah, sorry for the short playtime on this one. I wanted to get it out while it's relevant, and I, I want to help the developers uh, to get a little bit more of a knowledge out there about their game because I'm always happy to see small studios come to life and i'm also really happy to see when their products pan out and i think that this one does have a lot of value to it i think as it's going through early access that they're going to be very responsive to feedback and i have a feeling that they're going to polish their product even more and for literally just releasing on early access now 
It feels heavily polished. I have not encountered a bug in my four hours. Again, it feels like there's a couple things I've overlooked where I couldn't plant herbs for my doctor, but chances are that's probably due to water or not having the fertilizer, which I didn't realize. The tutorial kind of took me down the doctor path before I had that stuff figured out, so that's potentially fault of that or potentially fault of me. Maybe I overlooked something too. But lesson learned, it's not like it's going to hinder my future games if I can figure out what caused that. But it didn't feel like a bug. The overall graphic design of the creature, the design of, again, all the buildings and everything else, looks great to me. The other, I guess, minor potential complaint is that some of the buildings look similar. So if you don't remember exactly where you placed the doctor, for example, you might mix it up with another building. That could prove to be a little difficult. Uh, I don't think that it's going to be because I don't... Most of the stuff works automated, and it's, well, the AI works decent. I mean, I I don't have people who are just standing around that are not... They all pick up their work, and the AI works pretty well. They follow the roads to make their speed faster. The pathfinding seems good. I didn't notice any type of issues with that. So I don't think that'll be a big issue, but graphic-wise, a lot of it looks kind of for the buildings similar so it might be a little hard to distinguish what this building is compared to that building but if you're like me who's a little meticulous when it comes to placing certain buildings in certain areas that won't obviously be a problem because you'll know where your production huts are anyway but yeah it's just the the biggest difficulty in this game is to survive the poison not to get too many people before your supplies run out obviously you need to manage food and not pick up every single person you find, <laughs> which I also did. But yeah, I think this is a solid start for this city builder. And I love the idea. I love the look of it too. So with that being said, uh, oh, I should also mention what the price is currently. The price is currently 10% off until the 28th. It's going for twenty four ninety nine normally. So it's around $22 and some change. I think it'd be worth that personally. I Again, I backed it, I think... I got it probably for around twenty-ish dollars, uh, so a little bit less on Kickstarter when I did that. But I feel as though if you don't mind an early access game, this might be a, up your alley for a city builder type game. Obviously, it it depends on how they polish it, what they add to it, and so forth. But I think I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm not one to really typically do city builder, so. The fact that I'm going to have intending to play this is still a very good sign. But yeah, check it out. Uh, there might be a demo available too. I'm not really sure. I know that there was at least at one time. So that might also help you out making your decision. But I intend to go back to this and I, I think it's a solid entry into this type of genre. If anything, just for the overall design and to have a <laughs> Valley of the Wind type world is pretty awesome. And I'm I'm hoping that there's a lot of hidden stuff that I have yet to encounter because obviously four hours into it should only scratch the surface. But even if I only get 20 to 30 hours out of this game, I will probably be very satisfied with it. So on that note, review-wise, I'm going to give it a score. Now again, it's based on the four-hour playtime, so bear with me if you end up checking it out. And there are things that happen at a seven or a ten-hour playtime. Keep that in mind, I didn't go that far. 
I'm going to give it a solid... It's hard. <laughs> I'm going to give it a solid seven and a half. The reason why is because it's early access. I don't want to give it anything higher without knowing how this will go. But if it does, if they do add a lot of different things to it, or there's a lot more to the design of it, or anything else that I haven't encountered, rather than the gentle city building, etc., I think that it will have a lot. Of, I'm I'm worried that there might not be a lot of story. So, I mean, besides the world. So that part there, it does worry me that after a certain point of getting all your buildings researched and where everything is working, you may not have much of a challenge. And I feel like you might not get any more lore. I think that may be an issue for somebody who's like me who only plays certain types of games. I might not last as long as somebody else who likes just having a free reign type of game. I'm hoping I'm incorrect on that, but because of my suspicion on that, I didn't want to give it a higher score because it would be really cool to learn about the creature, to learn about other types of creatures, maybe encounter other types of, maybe your village can be attacked. I don't know that. It would be very interesting to see what else, other types of challenges and things are eventually either implemented or are there that I haven't yet to discover. So I don't want to give it anything higher than like an eight. Because honestly, there's a lot I still don't know. So I'm going to say that it's a solid seven, seven and a half. Because I've enjoyed it and I do want to continue playing it. Even at a four hour mark. Usually city builders, I'm usually one and done with. On The only other city builder that I've ever played a lot of was RimWorld. Which I may eventually do an episode on too. But that one I think I've put 200 hours into. I absolutely love that game. But usually I've never lasted more than a couple hours in a game uh, for these types of games. So, so yeah, check it out. Again, The Wandering Village. Let me let me check real fast if there's a demo. All right, according to their page on my end, it doesn't look like the demo's active right now. But again, it might just be because I own the game. So check it out for yourself. But yeah, that'll do it for this review. I'm going to, and this is again a bonus episode, so the next game that you'll actually hear me talk about, since I didn't mention it last episode, is Total War Three Kingdoms. That one's scheduled for the 22nd to come out. And then the following game after that, for anyone who hears this, is Shin Megami Tensei Three, the HD remaster. So those are the next two games coming out. So if you're interested in those, or if you want to hear me complain about one of them i'm not gonna tell you which <laughs> please check it please return and give, give it give it a listen if you like the show leave a review and rating uh, if applicable please subscribe so that way you can always get updated when i come out with new episodes it looks like i'm going to be consistent now and that was a concern of mine coming back into this at least as of right now it looks like i'm going to be consistent so fingers crossed that continues Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you next time.